How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. And welcome to Dice of Rule, the queerest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where it's hard questions like, can you convict a ghost of a crime? You could. Um, uh, but I, I can't like, punish them. Like, maybe maybe in real life now, because I think that there would probably be have to be laws for that, but I would assume that in, in like, on Galerion, they'd probably have, like, protocol for that, maybe? Yeah, Depending so what is the, the protocol? That's what I'm asking. Well, I, well that would, like, depend on the, on the country. Because, like, if it was in, like, Geb... Yeah, to get. I, I assume Geb, they'd have like fully normal laws for that. Yeah, because but... everyone's dead there. Geb is a land of undead. <laughs> I'm talking about like Goka. Like we're we're doing Ruby Phoenix. We're talking Goka. What well, happens like... if like I don't know uh, some dude's been co- uh, convicted of murder and then they find out that the real killer is a fucking ghost? What the fuck do you do? Exercise it. So you're suggesting the death penalty? Yes. Ouch, man. Um, I have no clue. Um, I feel like most cases... What if it's like a petty crime, too? Like, what if it's like, he stole an apple? Why would he steal an apple? For fun. He can't fucking eat it. Exactly. He doesn't want anyone else to eat them. I don't know. Like, are you going to exercise him then? revenge on humanity. Are you going to exercise him then? I don't know. You can't put him in, like, a box or anything, or you can't, like, give him a slap on the wrist. So, So, because you can't do conventional punishment, you're going to murder him. You're gonna send them into the great beyond. When you exercise them, you don't murder them like for good. They right? cease existing. I thought they just like went to the afterlife. Maybe they don't. They're not ready. Well, they get them ready. <laughs> All for stealing an Pack apple. Pack your fucking bags. It's fucking your fault if you're not ready. Authoritarian Damn. scum. Anyway. Fuck you. Authoritarian scum. Would we like to play some Pathfinder? Oh my god. I don't god. know. Sure. Yeah. Feeling a little authoritarian right now, I guess. <laughs> so. <clears throat> Uh, previously, in Fists of the Ruby Phoenix, our heroes journeyed through the Isle of Bunmu, finding many shrines to ancient Tamatan gods, and after resting in the evening, uh, they claimed their tent silver feathers at the hands of Hana's hundreds. However, word spreads fast once you become uh, the wielder of ten feathers, and soon other teams from around the island began hunting them, 
Masami uh, met with a contact in the stone markets. Sanku had a bad dream. Chuji gave Sanku a glass of water. And you, you <laughs> okay. were all you were all jumped on by a team of cowboys from the land of Arcadia, the Nightmares, who have demanded a battle with you. And if they win, they will take three of your feathers. Are we ready to uh, to begin? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love the fuck up a cowboy. Okay. So, Radiant Winds. The three of you stand in an open-air arena. The land is flat, and a wall surrounds you on all sides. The two enforcers, Hikari and the enforcers of the Nightmares, stand atop a platform towards the back. Part of the wall has crumbled and given way to a small lake, while a tree has fallen across the south half of the wall, breaking it. You all stand in the center of what is left of the arena. The three members of the Nightmares are in battle poses. Their leader, Calamity Kelly, a halfling gunslinger, points a gun, grins, and asks, So let me ask you, Radiant Winds, with your ten feathers, are you feeling lucky? Yeah. Feel a little punky? That was lame. Maybe. <laughs> uh, give or take, depends on how this goes. Okay. Uh, she kind of cracks her neck a little bit, and uh, the two boys behind her, Rovidar and Junero, they roll up their sleeves, and you can see along their arms, they have uh, tattoos in a language that I think, uh, Masami, you're probably the smartest one here. You quickly realize those are in Infernal, the language of the devils. Oh, okay. And they start to glow as they begin casting a spell, and uh, Kelly uh, points her gun and says, All right, then draw! And everyone, we're gonna roll initiative! All right, baby. 39. 40. Oh, wow. Um, can I actually uh, use the thing? Uh, I have something that lets me roll twice. For initiative? For initiative, yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be your... Oh, uh, that's your Eye of Apprehension. Are you gonna use it? Yeah, I'll use it today. Okay, you have a little, um, a little thing on your collar, Sanku. And, uh, Mm -hmm. it is an eyeball uh, made of glass. Uh, you bring your hand to it and you crush it. And your eyes kind of glow, and you start moving before anyone else can. So, uh, thank you. You get to re-roll your initiative. Okay. Mm, 33 is my second roll, which is better. Okay, cool. Uh, which takes you from last place to be in front of Calamity Cali, which is wonderful. All right, everyone. Ready? Fight! Masami, you are first in order. Uh, you see Calamity Cali is, uh, the like, the halfling gunslinger's pulling her gun and getting ready to shoot while her two cowboy uh, companions, the brothers Rovidar and Junero, are seemingly preparing to cast spells. What do you do? Hmm, I could do a setup, but I think what they're going to do is they're actually going to rush up with their twin comma instead of their, um, their, their sword. Okay. So let me just draw that, actually. So... Rushing up with one action, then they're going to twin faint. Okay, go for it. So you make a deception check, right? Yes. Okay, uh, Masami, you rush up to Calamity Kali and you swing, and you rolled a uh, 39 on your deception check. So how does this work? How do you 
how do you uh, deceive uh, Callie with a feint? Um, I make it look like uh, they're gonna go for like actually go for the throat. I think oh, just wow. to make them flinch, but instead, uh, split second with the second comma, um, they go for the they go for her wrist as like an almost disarm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, um... Yeah, okay, cool. And I just realized you didn't need to do that because that's not how Twin Faint works. But, uh... I'll let you attack. She's automatically flat-footed against your second attack. Okay. Also, wait, you've got surprise attack, so she's flat-footed anyway. Oh, good. Yep. (laughs) Alright, so wait, does this count as a first strike or a second strike? First strike. Okay. 32. 32 is a hit, and she is flat-footed against this attack because you got surprise attack, and you moved before she did. So mm-hmm. you will do sneak attack damage. Get her! 24. Wow, okay, yeah, she takes that damage. Uh, and uh, you can attack again. Uh, yeah, they're gonna go for it. Oh, the rollback, miss. Uh, okay, that is gonna be a it's miss a just about. Yep. Now, Masami, here's the weird thing. Mm-hmm. That should have hit. You are certain that should have hit. You swing with your second attack, and as she's like knocking back, you see she fumbles with her gun, and she almost drops it, and she goes, what? And she actually dodges completely out of the way of your attack to grab her gun out of the air. And you can't feel, help feel, but like, hey, what the fuck? That's bullshit. And as she kind of stumbles up and looks at you, she kind of wiggles her eyebrows and says, halfling luck, baby. Huh. Alright. Change of tactics, then. You have a feeling this is going to be a very frustrating fight. <laughs> uh, is that your turn, Asami? Uh, yes, that's their turn. Okay. Shuji, it is your turn. Um, Calamity Kali is squaring off against Masami, but uh, on the backside, uh, behind her, Rovidar and Junero are seemingly preparing some spells. What do you do? What if they weren't preparing spells, and what if they were dead instead? That would be uh, pretty cool. That would, that would be, be pretty cool, wouldn't it? That would be very advantageous for us. <laughs> oh, I haven't picked my stance yet. Hold on. Yeah, which stance are you going to pick with Stance Savant? As if I pick anything else besides Stoked Flame Stance. Um, you love being fast. Go, go, go! <laughs> I'm not particularly scared of them. So, she's just going to use my action to get up to Rovidar. Okay. Um. And... Yeah. I'll, I'll punch uh, Calamity Kelly first with uh, Flurry of Blows. Okay, go for it. That's 38 and 45. Uh, 38 is a hit and 45 is a crit. Nice. Uh, Alright, so that's 12 for the first one and then the crit hit is 38. And she's going to take 2d10 persistent fire damage as you smack her so yes. hard and like fire explodes over her and she's like, whoa! Meaning you <laughs> did uh, 50 damage to her. Uh, you can see that Calamity Kelly is injured and uh, also on fire, which is never a good thing to be. I can't think of one situation where being on fire is advantageous. I can't either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's stumbling back and she's got like a burn mark in the shape of a, like, a, like a, a patch of fire in the shape of a fist on her chest. And she looks up at you like, Ugh, I'll get you for that one, friend. Oh, you can try. Uh... And Chuji turns their attention to uh, Rovidar instead, uh, and is going to punch them. Okay, go for is it. Is that going to be minus 10 or minus 5? That'll be a minus 10. Okay. 
32. A 32 is a hit! You punch nice. Robodar in the face! Uh, roll damage! That's going to be 17 damage. Okay, nice, nice, nice. Uh, you see him kind of stumbling away, embers burning from your hands, and he silently looks up at you, and you see a glint in his eye. He's not happy. So, ha- so unhappy is he, in fact, that it is his turn now. And uh, what he's going to do is he's going to take a five-foot step away from you. Uh, is that fleeing? Uh, see, normally it would be, but because it's a step, it doesn't yeah. actually trigger reactions. Yep. Fuck you. He is not being an idiot, because he knows that if he were to cast a spell in your face, it wouldn't go well for him. <laughs> Just punch him. <laughs> so he takes a five-foot step back, and then you see him beginning to cast Flaming Sphere! Uh, and he's going to create a flaming sphere which is going to catch uh, Masami and Chuji in a ball of fire. Oh, it's a fire spell? Yeah. Yes. No, it's, it's, I just don't let it happen. What are you, oh, are you, what are you doing? Uh, I quench. I'm going to use quench. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so you need to make a nature check against his spell DC. 31. A 31 against his spell DC is a success. Sanku, describe to me how you quench out this flaming sphere that he's about to catch uh, Chuji and Masami in, and wow, it's going to suck for Chuji because he got on that one. I think that it sits like it's a flaming sphere. Yeah. I think that when it forms, it, like, pops into water and, like, just splashes on the ground. Uh, okay, you do that, and, uh... Sanky, you can see Rovadar over there look up at you with a grim face, completely silent, but you can see he's pissed. <laughs> Sank. Uh, Sanky just smiles back. Okay. Uh, it is now Junero's turn. And Junero uh, look, follows his brother's gaze, looks at you, Sanku, and begins to cast a spell as well. And mm-hmm. this one, those infernal runes start to glow, and shadows and smoke start to whirl around his feet, and he throws those shadows and swirls at you, and they form into the shape of a nightmare! He casts I Summon Fiend, it. and he summons a nightmare, a skeletal flaming horse that screams, and it's going to charge at you, Sanku, and it's going to bite you. Sanku oh. goes, oh, I, I get it. Oh, God! <laughs> Uh, oh, and that wow. is going to be Sanku. A 18 to hit. Oh my god. <laughs> no, no, that's just not. That's just not. What's your AC? Work. What's your AC? It's, 30, it's, my AC is 33, so it just doesn't work. No, that's a crit fail. That's is a crit it? fail, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he I got 18. Minus 10, that's 23. You're five. Right. That is five off. I can't do math. Well. Uh, yeah, okay. So what he does is actually. Masami, this is great! As he's running towards Sanku, Masami, you actually catch him by accident. What? Uh, you, huh? get a f- you get a free reaction to hit him if you like. Fuck yeah. I'll take that shit. It's a 38. A 38 is going to be a crit against a nightmare. As it charges past you, you turn and on instinct, slash into its side, and it lets out an ear-splitting whinny. Um, so the thing about Kama is that they have trip. Oh, would you like to, instead of knocking him down, trip him? Yes. <laughs> okay, so no damage, but he will get a crit fail on a trip, which I believe does do damage anyway, just not as much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I want him to waste a turn. Uh, he will land prone and take 1d6 bludgeoning damage. Six bludgeoning damage, okay. So he lands flat on his fucking face, and uh, <laughs> he, he just collapses on the floor, and he's now prone, which is wonderful. 
I think Masami looks back and goes, oh. Alright, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, As you're laughing, uh, you now see Gennaro is staring at you angrily. <laughs> they wink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, they do like they do the fucking down and go, you want a piece of me too? <laughs> <laughs> Why is Masami the sexiest character? Sanku, <laughs> it's your turn. There's a fucking horse. Also, there's uh, several cowboys. What do you do? Um, well, I move away from the things that are close to me uh, because I'm not built for that. Thank you. Okay. Um, you, you dash? Yeah, I'm going to move 25 feet uh, north. Um, and then I'm going to cast a spell with my with my special, with my special eyes. Um, I think I'm going to... I'm going to cast Tidal Rings on Gennaro. Uh, the one who set the nightmare on you. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you have to make uh, a spell attack roll, and if it works, you'll grapple him from a distance. Well, 36 on Gennaro. Uh, a 36 is going to be a success. Uh, watery rings explode out from around him and grab him, and you see him struggling silently and coolly against your uh, tidal rings. And he is grabbed. How many actions is it to cast tidal rings? Um, it's only one, but I don't have anything else that I can do this turn that's only one turn, so I'm not going to do anything else. Sanku, perhaps I could help you with your t- with your turn. If you ask me for hints, I can help you. Uh, okay, I'll ask you for hints. <laughs> Who would you like help with, Sanku? He um, says this as you're, like, casting the spell. The, the guy that I'm targeting. <laughs> All right. Hmm. And, uh, Sanku, you can roll, uh, society. Me when I roll society. You do that. Uh, okay. Yeah, Sanku, uh, you can tell from a quick glance that uh, this guy is a gunslinger, but more importantly, he's also a sorcerer. Uh, and it seems that he has the diabolic bloodline, which means he has a lot of fire spells Ooh. and a lot of kind of evil spells. He's not necessarily evil himself, but like, certainly, he's gonna have spells which are a little scary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just part of the bloodline. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that your turn, Sanku? Lolo says, and that's what I know, Sanku. Be careful. I will be careful, I promise. Okay. It is going to be Calamity Callie's turn. Calamity uh, Callie says, no good fighting you from here. See ya, chumps. And she's going to turn and run. No, she's not. <laughs> you think? Fuck me. <laughs> I keep doing this. Okay. And <laughs> she's also flat-footed against me, too, because it's twin faint, right? She is still flat-footed against you, yes. Yay! That's a 31. That's a hit. That's a 43. That's a crit! Oh, <laughs> God, Callie, no! Holy shit. 50? 18. 50, holy shit! I need a fortitude save. Uh... <laughs> okay... <laughs> Uh, uh, okay, that's a crit against against Stefan. She is not deafened, but holy shit, that's so funny. As your camera slashes into her, there's like an eruption of thunder, and she is not like flying back a few feet. She takes 50 fucking damage, uh, which means she's really doing not so great. And uh, Chuji, you did 18 damage. Yep. So she, you do both bump, bump her, but she does turn and run. And, uh... She uh, spends two turns running as far away as possible from you all. 
meaning that she's 50 feet away. And she then turns, uh, and she is going to shoot at you, Masami. And she says, Eat bullet, my friend! Ka-chow! And that is going to be a 41 to hit you, Masami. Ooh, hits. Okay, and that is going to be... 18 damage. Wow, not worth it. Not really. (laughs) Uh, She is backed away, and you can see she is, like, clenching her side. She is badly hurt, and she is on fire, which means that she is going to take... 13 more damage. Oh, Calamity Callie, we're really in it now. Uh, It is now Masami's turn. Masami, Calamity Callie is headed for the hills, and you can see she is badly beat. Um, and her two boys are still here. Uh, she's 50 feet away. What do you do? <laughs> uh, well, let's yeah. see. Let's see. Oh, <laughs> uh, Masami's going to spook her. Masami's going okay. to scare the shit out of her time jump. Okay. <laughs> How does this work? So I gain. It is one action. It's I only use my voice. Okay. Um, and I gain two actions to... Uh, leap, stand, step, or stride. And if I have the appropriate speed, I can burrow, climb, fly, or swim. So. <laughs> they cast time jump. I'm gonna pop up immediately right next to her. Oh Holy my shit. god, okay. She does that at a, <laughs> ah, as she stumbles back a little bit. Um, I'm gonna pop up right next to her. Drop their comma. <laughs> okay. As a free action. Okay. Then quick draw their Chokuto. Okay. And wait, quick draw gives me a strike. So can I quick draw with a spell strike? I will allow it. Okay. I have to ask. <laughs> no worries. Okay. And what are you casting on her? Uh, they're going to cast ke- telekinetic projectile. And the, the thing that <laughs> they're going to project is the comma at their feet. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, cool. Roll this down. Well, roll to hit first. Let's see if it hits. Yeah. Uh, 35. 35 is a hit. Roll damage. So damage from the strike is 17. Okay. She's still standing. Then with telekinetic projectile... 26. Masami, how the fuck do you knock her out? Um... (laughs) Uh... I think the force of their swing with their Chokuto kind of levitates their comma, and the comma kind of spin in a way where after the strike, which is just a, a generic like slash down, mm-hmm. it kind of crosses between the both of them, and the handles of the comma knock against both of her temples. Ooh! She like wobbles side to side, and despite her many, many luck abilities, Calamity Callie is K.O. Damn. <laughs> Damn. You really want... You guys fucking smacked her. Uh, you can see her two Damn. boys off to the side. Uh, shoot looks. Uh, that are a little worried to each other, but they stay in position. Uh, Masami, that is your turn, right? That is their turn. All right. Chuji, you've got uh, Rovidar uh, up... Uh, you know, to the side, he took a five-foot step away from you to try fireball you last time. And uh, Junero, who is grappled by tidal rings, what do you do? Hmm. Yeah, Chuji will just take a step forward and then one-inch punch him. Okay, get him. Are you going towards Rovidar, or are you going towards Junero? 
Robodar. Okay, get his ass. Uh, 28. 28 is a hit against this fucking squishy sorcerer. Roll damage. Uh, 38 damage. Okay, nice. Uh, Chuji, your fist decks into this guy, and he stumbles back, and he is badly injured. You can see he's really close to being KO'd. Uh, and is that your turn? Uh, yeah, that is. He kind of stumbles back, and he grimaces in your face, and he doesn't say something, but he does go, Chuji just laughs. laughs. Uh... And it is his turn. And uh, he is going to start casting a spell on you. Uh, he's going to aim his pistol at you, and he's going to shoot you with a produced flame. Uh-uh. Fire explodes out from his gun, and that is going to be uh, a, uh, a 36 to hit, Chuji. Uh 36 just hits. Okay, and that is going to be... Eight. Eight damage. My lord. Damn. Wow, he rolled really bad there, that huh? That was a horrible roll. There was an attempt. I, is that literally the minimum damage? I think it is quite literally the lowest I, damage he could have. Because he rolls... Okay, he mostly rolled fours? ones, and then yeah. one four and one three. He looks I a little... something really funny. Yeah. I could play Grazing Blow and you, make it the minimum damage. You would Okay, sure. Do you want to? Do you want to shit his face? <laughs> I kind of do. I never get to play my hero point cards nowadays. Okay, so c- call your hero point card. Read out the quote and tell me what happens. <laughs> well, the quote doesn't really work because it says, I thought it was done for and Chudi was definitely not done for. <laughs> um, play after a foe hits you with a strike. If the foe rolled a crit... Uh, a critical success, uh, it gets a success instead. If the uh, foe rolled a success, it deals minimum damage instead. One, two, three, four. He does six damage to you, Chuji. <laughs> As you just duck a little bit, and the flame is like kind of scorched you, but it's really nothing. And he, he just looks really like disgruntled. So I think with his last action, he's going to hit you with his gun. He's going to pistol with you. <laughs> and uh, that is going to be. A 24 to hit. That's a crit fail. No fucking way. Huh? Yeah, way. Uh, he punches at you and you uh, jump out of the way and he's panting and you can tell that he is fatigued. His AC drops by one as if he needed that. <laughs> he's panting heavily and he wipes his mouth a little bit and he shakes his head at you and draws his finger across his neck like that's going to do anything. <laughs> uh, that's his turn. It's Junero's turn. Uh, Gennaro is not an idiot. Uh, he is going to immediately try to escape from this. Um, and he's going to roll athletics. So, uh, Sanku. Does a 21 beat your spell DC? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's actually a crit fail. Cool. He super can't escape. Uh, he, I think, is going to try to shoot you with his gun. Uh, which is going to be a... 25 against your AC? Wow. And on his last action, he grunts, and he waves a hand true like the water, and the Nightmare is going to run up to you with his two actions. He is casting Flaming Gallop. And uh, he strides up to triple his speed, and uh, he's actually going to run uh, first off true Chuji space, and then true Sanku space. So both of you make a reflex save. Uh, Chuji does count for standstill. Fuck yeah. 
Uh, is it Robodor or Gennaro? Uh, Nightmare, actually. The Nightmare. Oh, the Nightmare, okay. Uh, 28. Uh, 28, okay, that is a hit. Roll damage. 18. Um, okay, now, Chuji, I want you to make a reflex save as this horse gallops through your space, leaving scorching fire behind him. Okay. I, I rolled a 26, which came from a 2. That's gonna be a pass, and because you got, uh, path to perfection, that's a critical success. <laughs> so true. You rolled a uh, 2, and, uh, that is going to be, because of path to perfection, you pass its DC because it's a lower-level creature, and then you get a critical success, and you take no damage. Uh, Sanku, you unfortunately pass instead of crit succeed, so you're gonna take half damage, which is two fucking damage. Robodar and Gennaro are starting to look at each other and grit their teeth. And I think... What kind of damage is it? Uh, fire damage. Um, I think the two of them glance at each other and then just raise their hands. Well, Gennaro tries to raise his hands. Nope. <laughs> um, uh. they can tell they're outclassed. Uh, their boss is down, and really, they relied on their boss for everything. The two of them just silently raise their hands, bow their heads. And they have surrendered. Oh. Oh. Which happens less uh. often than you'd think, but these guys do specifically surrender in their huh. stat block. Okay. Damn. Alright. Um, and, uh, the enforcer, uh, of the Nightmares calls out and says, The Nightmares are unwilling to battle further. Radiant winds win! Well, shit. All right. Yay! Um, and I think uh, what you see next makes you uh, a little sad in that um, the enforcer of the uh, nightmares takes tree feathers and then with a flash they turn into embers and disappear. Damn. So that's what happens. Uh, Hikari Nalden says, you can't have more than ten feathers. Hey, why didn't yeah. that happen with the other team, then? Uh, she, uh, kind of shrugs and says, Well, they gave it to you before the feathers were destroyed. That's true, they did just hand it off to us. Huh. Um, the two I boys guess. quietly, uh, go and pick up Calamity Kelly. Who really would have been a, quite a threat if she hadn't been crid so hard so fast. <laughs> and, uh, they kind of, like, pick her up and dust her off and she's like, What? Boys, you didn't surrender, did you? Come on, those are tree feathers! The boys, you know, just suddenly bow their heads a little bit. Uh, are you okay? She looks and says, Yeah, you fought real well. I totally underestimated you all. It's the baby face, isn't it? Well, you're was all it, real young. Was it the two tails? <laughs> I'm 18! Chuchi and I are like 23, 24. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm in my 40s. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Damn, you I'm, look good. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm so sorry for the hit. <laughs> I'm so sorry for the double knock to the temples. Uh, look, you, you fought well. We're going to need to find some more fetters to keep us in and running, boys. Uh, and she turns to Gennaro, and uh, Gennaro nods and waves a hand. And the Nightmare, he conjured, kind of like, uh, rumbles over. And he says, uh, All right. Nightmares out! And uh, the two boys jump on the back of the nightmare and they throw Callie towards the front. And uh, she raises her hat and says, Best of luck with the rest of the competition, y'all! You've earned it! Hi ho, nightmare! Away! And the nightmare <laughs> flies away! Oh, it can fly. It flies away Whoa. into the air, galloping into <laughs> the night. So long, cowboys. I don't know everything about the world. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, oh. impressive for a thing that doesn't hit that hard. 
Yeah, huh? Hey, you gotta you you and Chuji like walks up to Masami's like what? Leave some for the rest of us. What? <laughs> hey, it was, it was, it was pretty good. Chuji, you you just wanted to hit more people. Yes, but you you go for the head of the snake, and yeah, it's fun, it's great. But you they always give up right after. Chuji, people are gonna keep trying to come after us. You'll be fine. That's, you'll get to. Yeah, that's true. We have several teams out. plus the enforcer team that are gonna come after us. So I think you'll have more chances. I'll go for the I'll go for the jobbers next time. How about that? Thanks. Uh, <laughs> or chances, yeah, but there's nothing like a good, solid fight from start to finish. I know, I know. I was a little disappointed when they when they surrendered too, but at the same time, I also would have felt bad considering how they were hitting. <laughs> it wouldn't have been much of a satisfying fight in the end anyway, let's be honest. Arr. I think Lolo nods a little bit and says, If anything, I would see this as a, a, a proof that you've all grown. Perhaps on the first day when we were barely ready to fight, these three would have been an extremely difficult task for us. But how much you've grown, it's obvious that you're ready to sh start taking on much more difficult opponents. Uh, which is code for... You guys, uh, these would have been a boss-level threat uh, when you first got here. But because of how quickly you leveled up... Um, oh, wow. You have been able to take them out with very little problem. Now you need to remember... You've got your ten fetters. You're yep. no longer trying to prove yourselves. Yep. You're trying to keep yourself from being taken down by the many people who are now seeking you out. That's true. Uh, Hikari comes up to you all and smiles and says, It's still early in the day, everyone. Where shall we head next? And I put you back uh... on the map of Bunmu. Fuck it's yeah. It's time to keep exploring. It is. I like oh, meeting fuck. all these people. A lot of really weird, crazy people, and I like it. <laughs> There's certainly a lot of characters, huh? Yep. So, uh, you have uh, done five actions out of 32 today, meaning you have 27 actions left. Uh, you currently mm. stand at the uh, head of a peninsula uh, near the lighthouse where you were scouted out by the uh, nightmares. Mm -hmm. What now? Hmm. Downward hull? Uh, yeah. Do you want? Do we want to... Um teleport anywhere after that, or do we just want to keep looking around the south? Um. Mm. Well, there's an entire bottom half of the island that we haven't even looked at. We haven't even gone to that teleportation tower. Yeah. Then yeah, we could go to the south and look there. There might be more shrines there, and there might be treasure. Since okay. we haven't been there at all. Okay. And we might run into more people because they are looking for us now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, the DC for uh, traveling teams has increased. They are now actively searching you out. <laughs> Senku's like, I promise, Chuji, you'll be able to kick more ass. I better. Maybe we'll run into that team with the giant bird. <gasps> Maybe I can get my training's worth. <laughs> Beat the shit out of another bird. I'm ready. All right, all right. I feel like Chuji just wants I'm another talisman. I'm hungry after that first one. Yeah. Okay. So, which direction are you all headed? Uh, the only uh, place you haven't visited nearby is to the east. Uh, however, you could continue to the south and look and see if there's anything over there. I, I guess Masami looks at the map and goes, wait, I mean, huh? we're, we're already here. There's like this little portion that we haven't even looked at, surrounded by all the places that we actually have looked at. 
It's a little coastal area over by the east. Makes me so mad you missed it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there, yeah, I you've, you've, you've there. I missed the all squares except this one. <laughs> yeah, sure. I guess we can go. Yeah, we can just drop, stop by there, see what's there, and then go back to the teleportation tower and go from there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we have all day. We do have all day. day. <laughs> uh, Lolo uh, nods and says, Towards the, the coast, everyone! Hi-ho! So, uh, I assume you take a hex action to uh, traverse over there? Yep. yep. Okay, and are you going to take a hex action to uh, recon this place and see what's around? Yes. Uh, okay, so, you guys take a look around. And uh, there's some there's some cool stuff around. Like you find um, a cool a cool abandoned house, uh, some some like scenic views. But um, as you're walking and kind of looking out over how beautiful the coast is, uh, you can see that there's like there's a small beach cove abutting Bunmu's largest coral reef. Ooh! And you enter into this cave, and that's when you see it. Mm-hmm. The eggshell. I'm sorry? The eggshell. Uh, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> uh, yeah? It is an egg. Or at least it was. And the shell. And it's so an eggshell. It's also the size of a house. Ha! Huh. Oh my god. Uh. As large as a house. Why is and it over so a foot tick. The inside is like a weird purple color and the shell is covered in like weird black spots that almost raise like torns here and there. Weird. Why whatever is it spiky. Whatever hatch from this thing is long gone by the looks of it. That's not good. What in the world hatched from this? I don't know if I even want to find out. Yeah, me either. Uh, Lolo, however, <laughs> comes off your shoulder, Senku. And he uh-huh. goes, hmm. And he's going to roll nature else? to s- figure out what's up with this thing. But uh, anyone else can roll occultism, nature, or survival. Happily. And Lolo, I making an executive decision that he's going to roll this. Okay. Chichi gets a 32 on occultism. Oh. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> Oh! Oh! (laughs) (laughs) So Lolo goes first with his 18 that he rolled. And he smugly turns to look at you all and he says, Well, everyone, I think it's obvious. This is the shell of a mighty sea dragon. I I once hatched from one of these myself, you know. Well, you're small. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yours must have been a lot smaller. You squinch at you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, what? Well, like I like feet? that you're small. You fit in my bag, and we we it is much easier to travel. So I think all of you do get actually a lot of information from your rolls, mostly because <laughs> Senku and Masami both rolled critical successes. <laughs> this is true. We did. Um. <laughs> now, Chuji, what you can tell. First off, is that the shell is marked by strange veins of seafloor sand. Mm -hmm. That's all you can tell. 
It's bit like uh, there's like textures in the uh, the the shell that makes it look like it's from the sea. Oh, like it's been worn down by sand. Okay. Sanku, you can tell that uh, the egg shape and structure indicates that it was most likely laid by a reptilian creature, specifically a dinosaur, but obviously no typical dinosaur. Interesting. And Masami, what you can tell is that there are no signs of the hatched creature nearby. No footprints, nothing. To you, it is obvious that the creature emerged from the shell elsewhere, and the egg was placed here later by someone. Oh. Uh, that at least means that we're safe, so I guess that's fine. You can discuss your findings. Hey, this is a dinosaur egg. Yeah, it looks like it was hatched underwater, or at least was underwater for, like, a long time. And... There are no dinosaurs underwater! Well... Clearly it's a sea dragon. That's not true. <laughs> Lolo, I'm pretty sure there are sea dinosaurs. No, those are sea-dwelling reptiles. Completely different. They're fucking dinosaurs, you little man! I... No, an archaeologist from the real world will agree with me that there's a biological distinction between them. Don't argue with me on this one. Either way, either way, this thing is long gone and there are no tracks whatsoever, so I think we're okay. But Sammy, what, what bugs you is that's true, but how the fuck did it get here? Why is it here? I I don't know. That, that's the part that's tripping me up. I, I don't know why it's here. I don't know how it got here. Maybe someone just put it here to freak people out? I mean, they had this whole island to themselves. The committee shared. True. I don't know. Whoever I don't know if together. they would do that. I feel like everything that they've that, that would have been put here would have been put here to like for a purpose. Did, wait, Hikari did, did they, I, I don't need to know details. Just were things placed here? Hikari's just looking at it really confused and says, um, I, I I don't know. Do you have any idea what's going on? You don't have to say it if you can't, but... Are we I sure it's no not idea. a sea dragon egg? That seems the most likely thing to me. Well, it the, it's it's not, I don't think. It looks more like a dinosaur egg based on... And he sort of, he's, he, he goes off on stuff that he's studied. Huh. Lola looks a little impressed. That's <laughs> just what I read. Um... Well, this is weird. <laughs> well, now, if we see something giant and reptilian, we know where it came from. Now, Chuji, I will let you take some of these eggshells to use as monster parts. I was just about to ask if I could take some. <laughs> um, I'll add those to your sheet later. But yes, you pick up some of the bigger and sturdier, but not too big and sturdy uh, shells. Mm. And maybe you'll be able to weave something great out of it. Ooh. I will say, you have to admit... This is some high-quality shit. Like, yeah, wow. You are not sure you've ever held monster parts quite so good? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it'll be something good, maybe you'll be able to make something great, but, like, shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Chuji, like, can't stop talking about it for, like, a good 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, so, what do you guys do? Uh, well, there's nothing here for us, so... Yeah, nothing more, at least. We're on the island, do we want to go? What if we went down to the, the teleportation place, and we came out on the east over here, um, 
and he he points towards um, the teleportation place on to the east. And then we can explore all around this side, like this. Okay, sure. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Eastwards ho! Ha ha! Okay, so you spend your next hex action uh, returning back to Bonmu out of this cave. But as you're all leaving, you all just feel this feeling. Hmm. You don't know what it is. But something. Hmm. And you all make your way out. Okay, so you spend one action uh, making your way towards the teleportation tower. Yeah. You step through and you find yourselves towards the east of Danger Island. Um, as you exit the uh, teleportation tower, you can see that you are in an open plain. Uh, Whoa. There's some mountains to the south. Uh, there's some trees here and there, but really this seems to be a more flat part of Danger Island. Mm. A few hillocks here and there, but really it's nothing as bad as what you saw before. Mm -hmm. uh, you can now go in any cardinal direction. What way are you going? Do we want to go? What, wait, which direction do you guys want to go? I picked. I picked the direction last time. Maybe down south. Sure, sure. I'm kind of curious about that little enclosed lake. Oh yeah, the lake next to the ocean. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, we can head that way. See it. Yeah, let's head that way. All right. Okay. Uh, so uh, you're gonna go down towards the lake. Uh, towards the uh, south of the island? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and now I'm going to roll to see if anyone ambushes you. Uh, you are good for now. Sick. And uh, that takes one recon action. You're not... Are you uh, searching this area or are you just headed directly for the lake? Um, oh, you can search the area before we get there. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to search areas. Yeah, I think we're just looking around um, in general. Yeah. Okay. And let me check what you find here. Uh, okay. Um, you you pass by, like, a few interesting places, but nothing particularly stands out to you. Um, which is to say, nothing really on this side, unfortunately. you were, It's a mostly empty square. A rarity, honestly. This place is chock full of shit. Damn. So uh, you're good for now. Uh, which way are you headed now? South towards the lake? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the real question is, southwest or southeast? Um, maybe southeast so we can move to the west afterwards. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Do you want to recon again? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, as you are searching, uh, you find... So that's going to take you another two actions, bring you down to 21 actions left for the day. Okay. Yeah, we ran through these quick. Oh, no. Wait. As you are walking, you hear a booming voice, oh. and it calls out to you all. Radiant winds! Oh. Okay. Oh, shit. And that's a familiar voice. Oh, God. And you turn, and there, standing his arms folded, is Gumwai. <laughs> Hey, how's it going? And a, a, a group of enforcers beside him. Hi. And you can see that he is approaching you, cracking his neck a little bit. I trust you've been doing well on Danger Island, my friends. Yeah, pretty well. Pretty good. Pretty 
Solid. I'm sure you, you know what heard I'm here the for. news. Yes, yeah, we know. Allow me to inspect your phoenix necklace. <sighs> All right. Uh, and Chuji pulls the necklace out and kind of swings it a little bit in front of him. He looks at it. He looks back up at you. I count ten. Most impressive. Thank you. Which makes you the second team we have uncovered, which has over seven fetters. Is it the light keepers? Are they assholes? He raises an eyebrow and says, no. Oh. Well, who was it? Oh, that's more people. He kind of raises an eyebrow and says, you will come with me. I'll introduce you to them. After all, now that we have you both here, we'll be able to do something exciting. Are we gonna, like, all fight? No. Even better. Are you gonna make us fight each other? He just turns and, like, gestures for you to follow, and he carry nods and says, you should follow uh, Captain Gumbar. Right as we get to the lake. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, He leads you to the north for a little bit. And, uh, as he leads you, uh, he brings you to a kind of, like, uh, a beach, which has, a, like, a load of palm trees on it. Oh! And uh, standing uh, on the beach are another group of people, um, all of whom seem to be kind of, like, uh, chatting with each other, and they have another group of enforcers with them. Oh, shit. And uh, the uh, inf- Gumwai backs out to those guys and says, Arms of balance! And uh, the four people turn and look at you. And uh, you can tell uh, that they are uh, monks. Oh my god. Standing at uh, the front is a... uh, You at first assume they're a human, but I think, Sanku, you quickly recognize that they are not. In fact, Sanku, I think you recognize each of them very quickly for what they are. (laughs) Sanku can tell. Planar scions. Like, except for one like, of them. One of them's in fact a human. Oh, okay. I was like, even <laughs> a human-looking guy. Uh, standing at the front is a uh, Suli. Uh, a Suli is basically a uh, has the power of two elements in their blood. Um, you can see that, like, uh, as sh- uh, she kind of stands, uh, she has um, a like a really green and gray robes and uh, black wavy hair with a shock of white through them and uh, mm-hmm. almost glowing blue eyes which seem to spark with electricity and rumble with uh, clouds in them. Mm. Uh, to her right is a uh, human man uh, who looks very, very buff and athletic. Uh, he is shirtless. He has like a white uh, head wrap around his uh, head and uh, his hair is a high ponytail. Um, mm-hmm. a elf, an elf by the looks of it. Um, although very quickly you can tell that this is a sylph, uh, kind of like an undyne like you, Sanku, except with the power of the air rather than the sea. Um, and she kind of has like a bored looking face on, uh, clashing with the curious expression of their leader and the stoic expression of the tough guy. And, uh, kind of lounging back against a tree is a particularly strange-looking fellow. Uh, a Venera, a monkey person. 
Um, <gasps> except his fur is like candy red. I love him. And Sanku, I think you recognize uh, that even though he is red, you think he's an Undyne as well. Oh, Sanku can sense it. Uh, it's it's more yeah. You can sense there's like a lot of water elemental energy with him. Um, specifically, you think maybe from like the way that he like seems to be like fresh out of a bath, if that makes sense. He feels like those apes, you know, the monkeys that um that like have saunas, you know, the ones. I love them. <laughs> and uh, he's kind of like chilled, laid ah. back, and smiling, and. Um, I think the leader, uh, the, uh, the Suli, steps forward, and, uh, she bows a little bit, and she says, Greetings, everyone. My name is Bavana Wadagese. It's a pleasure to meet you all. I am the leader, well, representative, of the Arms of Balance. Uh, and she kind of, like, stands up. You can tell that these guys are all Indian. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, she turns, uh, which, you know, Vudrush. They're from fancy India. Uh, she yeah. turns and gestures to the sylph. This is Sunita Gupta. And uh, Sunita, again, still looking kind of bored, shrugs and waves at you. Uh, Bumat. Uh, Bumat is the human, the tough guy. He uh, gives you all a thumbs up. And Raunak. And uh, Raunak is the uh, Venera, who just kind of grins and gives you a beast and says, Sup, dudes? Hi. Hey. You got uh, more than seven fetters as well? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Bumat uh, kind of claps his hands together. Seems you're some worthy opponents. Have they told you what we're going to be doing here? Nah, they haven't. They just I said assume follow. we're going to be fighting? He seems to be very cryptic about it, Masami looks at, at um, Gumway. Uh, Gumway is avoiding eye contact. He's looking into the sky. What <laughs> is this? What? What? Is, what is this? <laughs> Uh, it's weird. like he looks guilty. <laughs> Bavana kind of like uh, shrugs and says, whatever it is, uh, I'm sure that we'll all be ready to do our best. We've been training for a long time for this after all. And, uh, so have we. Sunita finally smiles and says, well, I'm sure this will be a fight for the ages then. And uh, she kind of like whooshes her arms back and gets into a martial arts stance and says, I'm ready to. And then Gumwai says, this will not be a fight. Aww. Okay, what's up? What not, seriously? Not in the traditional sense. Consider this more a challenge. A test uh. of your skills. <laughs> a task okay. as ancient as time itself. A fetch quest? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Are you all ready for a set of three sure. tasks? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You will each elect one person to complete each of these tasks, in a, uh, and we will see which of you will be able to complete them faster and more efficiently. Only okay. once, uh, and the winner of the best of three will be awarded treasure, not feathers, but something greater to help you in your uh, furthering your protection of these feathers. Oh, cool. The loser will have to battle me. He punches his hands together. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Do you, are you all prepared? And I think sure. the arms the arms of balance are kind of like looking at each other, scratching their heads. <laughs> and uh, I mean, yeah, sure. How hard can it be, right? Uh, Don't say that. Let's get to it. <laughs> what are gonna say? The um, leader uh, bows her head a little bit and says, 
Yes, I, I believe so. We will be able to face any challenge you throw at us. I'm as a balance, and uh, all three of them uh, behind her kind of like get into position. And she says, We will elect Bumat for our first round. And uh, Bumat, again, human, tough guy, steps forward, cracks his neck a bit, and says, I'm ready! And uh, Gumwai turns to you and says, Radiant wins. Who will you elect for your first challenger? Oh, we don't get first. to know beforehand. Without even a second, without even a thought of what it actually is. Okay. Um, let's um, go first. I mean, hey, Masami, this What's is up? like a strength thing. You're the strongest out of all of us. Yeah. So should I? I th- if you want to, I think you're probably the best bet. Okay. Uh, Trudy turns around and raises her hand and goes, uh, I volunteer. Hmm. Alright. And I think, um, he kind of, uh, nods and says, then we'll let the challenge begin. Challenge one. Banana challenge! What? I'm sorry, what? Dice will roll will return after these messages. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Hidden through the underbrush of the jungle, you will find rare Bunmu and red bananas. You have two minutes to gather as many bananas as possible in this time. Whoever brings back the <laughs> most bananas will be the winner of the first challenge. Well, Chuji, well, Chuji along with strength, you also have speed. Oh, all right, baby, let's go. Okay, so the way this is going to go, we're going to split this into three turns, okay? Okay. Um, so, uh, to start, Bumat uh, nods and says, ready. And uh, you can see Gumwai raise his hand, then Kurei chop the air and says, go! And uh, Bumat rushes into the jungle. And then Chuji also dies. Okay, so Chuji, what are you going to do on your first turn? How are you going to do this? What's the plan? 
How are we going to seek out bananas? Okay, I have a question. Is the undergrowth of the forest um, rough terrain? Uh, I will say yes. I think you'll find okay. more bananas where the terrain is rougher because there's less animals eating them, right? Yes. Then Shuji is going to uh, hopping stride as much as they possibly can. Okay, so are you going to spend your first turn, we'll say, this is all very abstract, I'm kind of making stuff up as I go. Yeah, are you yeah. going to go deeper into the jungle, into the thick undergrowth to find these bananas? Yes. Okay, I think in that case I will give you a plus one, uh, a plus two, on any checks you make on your next two turns to find bananas, which means you might be able to find even more. Okay, perfect, thank you. Uh, as you're looking, you see Bumat run in. He doesn't stray as deep as you, but what you do see is he uh, claps his hands together and the sand beneath him ripples and turns into a stage that kind of carries him around and you see him getting up into the trees and snagging bananas out of them. <laughs> so evidently, he has power over sand. Damn. Him too? Seems so. So uh, he has collected, uh, let's see how many bananas he's collected. Uh, so he's going to roll a survival check, and uh, that is a 14 plus his survival, which is uh, a 26, uh, meaning that he got 30, uh, he rolled a 30, so I'm going to give him three bananas. Okay. Uh, so, Chuji, I'm going to be giving you a plus two on these rolls, uh, which will hopefully help you catch more bananas. <laughs> hopefully. Um... Okay, Chuji, it is your turn now. Uh, he's doing that. He's catching bananas. Uh, what do you do? You don't have to roll survival. If you can justify anything else, I will allow you to do it. Okay. Can... Ooh. I'm going to try to justify crafting. Okay. Um, or, wait, no, no, no. I'm going to try to justify acrobatics because Chuji is jumping to do this and probably okay. jumping between trees. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Chuji, you are jumping. You've got a plus two on this acrobatics roll. What do you do? Hit me, hit me. This is a plus 25 in total. Okay, wow. Please God, please God. <laughs> God. <laughs> I knew I should have rolled my fucking real dice. What did you roll? I rolled a not fucking one. Okay, so I think what happens is, uh, Chuji, as you are jumping... You grab something that's not a banana. This is a snake. And a snake hisses oh. loudly in your face and lunges at you. And you have to spend precious seconds wrestling off against it, throwing it away as uh, you see Bovana uh, kind of still jumping around and collecting more bananas. Um, <laughs> so he has rolled an 8 plus 26. That's a 24. He adds, uh, we're going to add two more bananas to his list. So he's got five total. Chuji is looking okay. desperate for you. Uh, he is traversing this terrain pretty easily, too. I'm getting my fucking real dice. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> fair. I don't trust Foundry. That's fair. Alright. I'm getting out my lucky gay dice that my boyfriend got me. Okay. Yay. Come on. Let's get a good roll on this. If I don't get a good roll, you're going to catch me on the 5 o'clock news. Um... <laughs> Come on, baby. Give me some nanners. That's 16 plus 25. Uh, 16 plus 25? Uh, it's a that 41. Is to... A 41? Yeah. Damn! 
Okay, Chuji, spurred on by this terrible, terrible state of affairs, you jump and you were like lunging, banana, 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 uh, as fast <laughs> as you can. Uh, and you turn and glance over at, uh, at Bumat and we'll see if he's able to get anything. And he rolled uh, an 11 plus 26. That's going to be a 37. He gets three more bananas. And Gumwai shouts, TIME! Fuck! And Chuji, you rush back with four bananas, and Bumat rushes back with eight. He turns and looks Chuji. at you and smiles yeah. and kind of offers a, a, a handshake and says, You did well, friend! I saw your leaps! Very impressive! Shut up. <laughs> he, he goes to pat you on the shoulder. Suji shrugs him off. <laughs> <laughs> Sore loser. Um, Gumwai says, Arms of Balance have won their first challenge. Who will be the next challenger? I'll go. Uh, and uh, Ravnak, the uh, Venera Undyne, steps forward and says, Yeah, I don't mind. I can do this. Gumwai looks and says, Our next challenge is the Coconut Challenge. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, this challenge will take place on a muddy plateau he points and you can see that there's like a mud field not too far from here uh-huh. and you can see there are two enforcers standing on either side of the 400 foot wide muddy clearing Gumwai approaches you, both of you and he puts a coconut in your hand Sanku and a coconut in your hand uh, Rauna and he says the winner will be whoever can cross this muddy field and give the other enforcer the cleanest coconut you have one minute. Clean it, okay. Okay. Uh, and Ryan turns to you and says, You think you got this, bud? I think so. All right, let's go. And uh, Ryanak uh, rushes over to one side of the 400 foot clearing, and uh, you rush over to the other side. How? What's the plan? How do you think you're going to get across this clearing with your clean, clean coconut? The mud is very deep. <laughs> so it doesn't necessarily mean that I can't get dirty, right? It just has to not be dirty by the end of it, correct? Yeah, I guess. I then say I go in dirty. and I don't care, and I don't care if it gets dirty. And then at the end of the clearing, I cast a water spell so that it's washed. Okay. So for your first action, you just run into the mud. You are just running like yeah. hell, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Ryanak is on the other side and he is uh, basically, he is running but he's actually trying to juggle it in the air um, he's like mm -hmm. punching at the coconut but before his punch lands you can see blasts of steam punching it into the air cushioning it. I see. So you can tell that this guy, even though he's an undyne, seems to have an affinity for fire. Interesting. So that's your first action. Second action, you are starting to cross against him. Um, do you do anything particular, or are you just running? Uh, no, I think he's just trying to make it, make it pass. He's holding on to his, to his coconut, and he's going in the mud. Okay, well, Ramak looks at you as you're running, realizes what you're up to, and he leaps, spins in the air, spin kicks it as far as he can. Ah, fuck you! Um, Sanku, do you want to make a reflex save to see if you're able to hold on to the coconut and stop it from yeah. being kicked as far as possible? Yeah. Because if he does that, he might fuck you over and you might not be able to uh, bring it back within one minute. Yeah, you'd have to beat a 37. 
I roll a 37. No, that was his attack, mo- uh, DC, his attack modifier DC. Okay, Sanku, he's running and he sees you and like he punts it into the air really high, jumps and spin kicks at your, uh, your coconut, but you duck into the mud and he says, sorry man, we're the shot. Catches the coconut and keeps running. You asked. <laughs> and with your last turn, you're right in front of Derek Sanku. What do you do? Quench or press the digitation. Um, I think he's just gonna cast. He's just gonna cast Prestidigitation. Okay, so I want you to make me a nature check. With a quench, I would like automatically succeed, but because this is a cantrip, um, if you wanted this to be spick and span, you're gonna need to make a nature check to see how well you can clean it quickly. For 32 work. I was gonna make the DC 30. Sanku, you you are covered in mud from head to toe. But as you break, like hold it over the air and like a, a sheen passes over it, it is a spotless coconut. And you hand it to uh, the enforcer. The two enforcers uh, meet as Ranak has handed his over and they compare and Ranak has a little bit of mud from when he tried to spin kick you. Senku <laughs> looks over at Ranak and he's got a smug little face on. <laughs> and Ranak shrugs and says, oh, fine, I guess you win. He like uh, fist bumps you. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'm gonna go clean off. <laughs> yeah, you're you I'm are covered in mud. You are just brown, Sanku. He, hey, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Bavana Watergase uh, looks over at Sunita, and uh, Bavana nods a little bit and says, "Sunita, would you like to take on the final round?" And Sunita sighs and says, "Well, I suppose we'll have to do our best, won't we?" And uh, she steps forward and bows to you, Masami, and says, I'll be your opponent. Uh, Masami bows back and goes, yeah, best person win. I think uh, the enforcer, uh, Gumboy, kind of puts his hands together and says, and for our last challenge, the Boulder Challenge! (laughs) I have hidden a silver chain under the rocks of this river! He points at a river that is connecting to uh, to the sea near you. And uh, he points, like, it, it is going very, very fast. There is a bridge passing over it. You must find a way to find the silver chain from underneath the boulder I have put it beneath. You will take turns, and the winner will be the first one to uncover it. Wait, so the boulder is on a river? Yeah, there's a river. Above the river is a bridge. The boulder has it specifically has a silver chain beneath it. Okay. Your job is to uproot the boulder while staying on the bridge I and see. get the silver chain uh, out of, from beneath it. Okay. Okay. I, I was a little confused for a second. Got it. All good. Um, Sunita uh, walks up to you, and she is beautiful. She's, she's got, like, pale blue skin and, like, white markings along it and white hair, and she kind of tilts her head a little bit to the side and says, well... Shall, would you like to go first, or shall I? Hmm, no preference. Then you shall go first. Loosen the boulder for me, shall you? <laughs> sure, why not? So, the way that this works is, uh, this isn't a, uh, tree turn thing. The boulder has a set amount of HP. Mm-hmm. And whoever brings it to zero HP first, or finds another way to uproot it, wins. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, you go first, Masami. The boulder is beneath you. It's 50 feet below. You have to stay on the bridge to do this. Okay. What do you do? Um, 
damn. Okay. I'm trying to think of the best way to do this. Um, I think Masami is just gonna do use telekinetic projectile as a test. Okay, cool, go for it. 40. Yo! Okay, that is a lot of- that's- that's gonna be a crit roll damage. 30 damage. Well, if it's a uh, crit? Yeah, times two. Yeah, 60. <laughs> okay, Masami. You- How do- what- what do you use for your Teleconnect projectile? Um... I- I think they just kind of use, um... You know what? I think they use rocks from the river. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. So you kind of like raise a hand and loads of rocks from the river float out and then they all bash into this rock from other sides. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can see that this rock is very badly damaged already. Okay. And uh, as you finish this, Sunita kind of like smirks and says, huh, thanks for loosening it up for me. Now let me show you how a pro does it. And she waves her hand in the air and uh, the wind kind of like swirls. It turns into a snowstorm around her hand. It looks like she has a control over ice. And she is going to just blast this, like, snowstorm against the boulder. And that is going to be a 42 to hit, which is also a crit. So it's going to be double of 26. That's going to be 52 extra damage. And the boulder does not break. But it look, it is very obviously cracked, almost in half. And you see that smugness drain from Sunita's face immediately. Like she's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Looks like someone got their math wrong. Masami, it is your turn. The boulder looks like it's almost about to explode. Um, then I guess instead of using a spell slot, and oh, they'll be smart about this. And they're going to use telekinetic telekinetic projectile again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't use your check. Yep. So, they're just gonna use telekinetic projectile again. Same method with the, um, with the rocks from the river. This time, I think they're probably gonna try to use the rocks under the boulder. Try to, like, lift them up from under it and burst it down from, uh, the bottom. Okay, go for it. 35. A 35? Yep, that's gonna be a hit. Roll damage. 33. And Masami, how do you do this? Um, I think... I think the way that they do it is they do use um, a bunch of the rocks from under the boulder and they have their arms down and once they get a good grasp of them, they bring them up and all of the rocks kind of, uh spike up in a sort of cross shape so the boulder is pretty much crushed from the bottom up wow okay yeah it explodes and a silver chain flies down to water and one of the enforcers grabs it picks it up and says winner <sighs> and Sunita turns and looks at you before just exhaling and smiling and offering you a hand saying well done you really showed me <laughs> Listen, I think you kind of had that. I just got lucky. <laughs> Misami um, gives him a handshake. Um, and with that, the challenge has ended. 
and Radiant wins, Gumweiss says. You are the victors. Yay! Chuji looks grumpy. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, Chuji. <laughs> oh, come here. You need a hug. Ah, uh, no, I don't. No, I'm coming over. No, you're not. Watch out, or I'll cast Tether, and then you'll be forced to hug me. I'll catch fear. I'll make you run away. Um, I think uh, uh, Bonnelich comes over and says, No wonder you've got so many silver feathers already. You're really impressive, everyone. Thank you. You did really good, too. Roundup grins says, Yeah, sorry for almost, like, you know, trying to spin kick you. Uh, yes. Hey, what you gonna do, right? You sure tried. Um, Sunita nods and says, well, hopefully we'll be able to see you all very soon. Just because you won now doesn't mean we're giving up anytime soon. Oh, I hope that I see you at the finals. And I think uh, Bavana, the leader, uh, walks past Masami and Sanku and goes up to you, Chuji, and puts a hand on your shoulder and looks into uh. your eyes with her, like, stormy white eyes and says, it's all right to be disappointed. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> You're allowed to want what you want. But I want to tell you that I was very impressed by how you were able to do. Chuji goes blue. <laughs> uh, she takes something out of her pocket and says, You may share these among your friends as you like. Consider it a gift from me. And uh, she hands you three potions. Thanks. These are potions of grounding. And uh, inside the flasks, there's like an amber-like syrup. Drinking one of these will turn you into a living lightning rod, allowing you to draw electricity from others who would be struck by electricity. Huh. The way that you were able to uh, sacrifice your own uh, victory, but at the same time support your allies into winning, makes me think that you'll get some good use out of this. Don't ever give up, friend. She's like, re like intensely serious. Um, and I think when you say thank you, she smiles, and there's, like, a weird crackle of electricity in her hair, and you can tell, oh, she's got electricity powers. All of them have, like, an alternate element. Sand, steam, yeah. uh, snow, and, uh, thunder. Wow. Cool. Gumwai turns to you all, and he says, now, for your reward as promised, and he pulls out a bag, and he gives it to you, Masami. And Masami, that is a heavy fucking bag. And huh. you can tell from the clinking noise inside, it's full of coin. Oh my god. <laughs> Yay! 1,500 gold to the victors. Okay, thanks. Wow. <laughs> that is more gold than many people see in a year. Damn. God, y'all just have this. Okay. <laughs> Procured legally, he nods. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> He's like, I don't commit crimes anymore. <laughs> I need you to know this. I promise. Okay. Uh, the arms of balance stand back and bow. And uh, Bavana kind of turns and says, I suspect we'll now have to deal with a very strong opponent. And Gumwhite punches his hands together and says, If you don't see these guys in the finals, know that we, the enforcers, will have put them in their place. Arms of balance, are you ready? You better kick their ass! And the arms of balance go, Yeah! And uh, Hikari turns and says, We, if you'd like, we can all leave now. Uh, 
yeah, we were gonna go exploring, weren't we? Yeah. Yep. Let's do that. Are you okay, Chuji? Yes. You sure you're not a little butthurt? I'm not butthurt! And they walk off. <laughs> okay, so tree uh, potions of grounding. How do you want to divide those up? One for each. Okay. You're back uh, on the map of Danger Island. You were taken a little bit off course, but hey, so what, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where where do you want to head now? What's the plan? Uh, well, we wanted to head to we, that lake. Yeah, we were we were right at that lake. So we were gonna look at it. So you don't want to um, uh, recon uh, this new area that oh. you're in. You just want to go directly back to the lake. Well, you oh, we can while recon we're here. Yeah, if we're here, we can recon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, let me see if you find anything interesting. Uh, so you will now have 19 actions left on this day and uh, you find a stone market very nice and uh, yeah that's about it does anyone want to visit the stone market or are you all good I'm okay Chuji's good I think we're okay okay well back to the south to that cool lake um you now stand on the edge of a beautiful crystal lake, which is only separated by a tin cliff wall from the sea around Danger Island. Uh, you're kind of like walking alongside this like basically very narrow, very tall passageway. Um, mm. On one hand beneath you is the lake. On the other hand beneath you is the sea. It's a really beautiful uh, construct. Uh, do you want to recon or are you just enjoying the view? Well, it doesn't take oh, an action to what? enjoy the view. <laughs> <laughs> it does not take an action. Okay. Um. Well, we were gonna. Recon. I assume we were gonna recon. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Well, you spend an action to do so. And uh, as you're looking around, I think you see something in the mm-hmm. lake itself. Oh. At first, you assume it's an island. But it is not, because the last time you checked, islands don't move. Would you all like to roll Uh a nature check? Yeah, sure. Not a nat 20, but a 20. Yeah, dirty 20. 19. 22. Y'all, it's a fucking turtle. Oh, I knew it. A turtle that is size gargantuan. What? Which means it is as about as big as a small mountain. It oh pokes its That's... head out of the water and it kind of like looks around before like ducking its head. And it, it it's just waddling around. It looks like a giant snapping turtle. It's just uh-huh. waddling around in this lake, uh, chilling out. Um, looks like it hasn't noticed you. You could get the drop on it and fight it and maybe, you know, get some stuff from it. Or you could leave it be. It's up to you guys. Slay. Oh my god. I don't don't think Senku wants to just fight every big thing that exists, but um, I think that that's just because of the kind of person he is. Trudy looks itchy. (laughs) Masami is trying to, like, gauge how strong this thing is before approaching, if if they even want to approach at all. Guys, are there not people actively looking for us to fight us? Yeah. (laughs) you want I have a limited resource of 
cool epic spells. I also Ugh. have a limited resource, which is why I'm gauging, not approaching. Masami, you can tell that you'd probably be... A, like, this thing is strong. Mm-hmm. Definitely it's strong. But it's not so strong that it would be a serious threat to you. Okay. Sure, it could level a small village in a few minutes, but <laughs> that's because those guys aren't... They don't have any levels in fighter or wizard or whatever. They're actually just level um, zero. I think you can tell that uh, you would be able to take this thing on relatively easily without it being the end of the world for you all. Dare, I have a question for you. Yeah? Does it look similar to that egg? Chuji, I have bad news. Yeah? The egg is bigger. <laughs> there is no way in hell this turtle laid the egg. <laughs> turtle, did you lay this egg? So what's the plan? Beat its ass or keep it investigating? Because you haven't finished reconning this area. There might be still more stuff around. Mm -hmm. But you could get Uh. monster parchment or you could leave it. I'll defect, I guess. (laughs) Alright, we defer. (laughs) Wait. What's the word? Shuji like scratches their ass. Defer is uh, letting other, like, if you're going to defer the decision to us and you're just letting uh, us make the decision or you'll defer to the group, meaning that you'll accept whatever outcome, defect means that you're going to turn away from whatever decision we make. <laughs> One of those, yeah. Okay, well, um, the thing is, we are strong enough to take it down. It's just a matter of our resources. And we also haven't finished reconning the place anyway. Uh, Chuji remembers that they're the one who lost just now, so... Uh, they just kind of shrug, and they go, I guess we can savor its stuff. There's, like, mountains to the west. I just want you all to know how lucky you are that you're encountering an animal that isn't going to actively chase you. Yeah. Because not every <laughs> beast you find on this island is going to give you the choice of, maybe I'll just walk away. <laughs> That's yeah, that's why I'm walking away. Okay. If it doesn't want to fight me actively, I'm not going to fight it. Uh, so do you keep, guys keep reconning? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. You continue walking, and after a while walking along this, like, cliff separating lake and uh, sea, that's when you see it. Hmm. The scary tower. Why is it scary? It's a scary tower. Why is the tower scary? Right now... It's about two o'clock. But where you are, this kind of like between sea and lake, it's a little overcast. And standing solitary on this ridge is a watchtower. And it's scary. Yeah? <laughs> There's something about it that like just immediately makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. That shit gives me the chills. Lolo nods and says, You're right, Chuji. It does seem to be quite the scary tower. What kind of freaks are over there? Maybe it's the grave treaders. <laughs> no, we know where they are. <laughs> oh, I know, I'm joking. Um, I don't know. Hikari kind of nods a little bit as she's looking around, and he says, she says, um, This does not seem like a kind of place we would 
have a team base. It's unless Lady Hao Jin was particularly cruel, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Wouldn't you agree? Kind oh, yeah. of, yeah. A team place? Well, it, to me, it seems to be quite a scary tower. Well, it is kind of a scary tower. We got that. <laughs> Are we going to do something about it? Are we? She looks... You're the team. I just follow. Even if it's into a scary tower, she says, looking back at the tower. <laughs> do you not want to go to the scary I tower? I will follow you wherever you need. <laughs> we'll make sure you're away from danger, we promise. I kind of want to know what's inside. Inside of the scary tower? We got jumped on by another team, I swear. But, I mean... What, are you going to have a heart attack? <laughs> don't be nice to him. I'm sorry, is your heart valve going to pop? <laughs> no, don't say mean things to him. <laughs> it gives me a bad vibe, but I suppose we'll have to investigate. For adventure, team! For adventure! Hooray! Uh, do you guys all enter the scary tower? Yeah. Damn, we can't even scope it out. Well, like, you can see it's a watchtower. Would you like to, like, look at it from the outside? Yeah, is there, like, any, like, clues we can, like, gauge about what it is? Yeah. Aside from a spooky watchtower? Uh, do you want to roll maybe, like, a crafting or society check? Crafting, absolutely. Okay. Uh, Sanku, you're not really sure. Uh, Lolo on your shoulders as well. Sanku, to me, it looks like perhaps this is some sort of security post or maybe a place of worship that's your dubious knowledge kicking in you don't fucking know one of those is right is like i think it's probably a security tower uh masami you can tell that that is true on top of that it seems that this tower perhaps uh was one that was here during the second bunmu settlement uh, which is to say the people that left here when king magaru attacked i see chuji with your crafting mm-hmm. role, you can tell that, uh, yep, it definitely was abandoned when King Mugaru attacked. Probably because of the, um, burn marks all over this tower. Oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> what you guys can kind of quickly surmise is that this watchtower was once, uh, the guard post of the protectors of Bunmu who like stayed out on the edge of the sea and when the land bridge event occurred and monsters came over maybe they were still protecting it when King Mogaru attacked. Yikes. Mm. What do you guys do? Mm. There might be treasure inside Lolo says helpfully. Might as well then. Yeah. yeah. If it's not burnt. No. Sure, fuck it. Let's go inside. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid either. This will be a good laugh. Ho ho ho. He says, <laughs> laughing nervously. Ho 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 ho. He also laughs nervously. Do you all enter the scary tower? Yeah. yeah. Yes. You make your way inside. And yeah, this place. Man. 
the vibes are not, they're bad vibes, everyone. You enter and it's like the, it's a stone entryway. And inside you can see like there's, it's obviously empty. There's uh, stairs that lead upwards. There's um, like extinguished uh, places for holding torches. Um, it towers up about 40 feet to a watch point. But it's, there's just this energy to this place. And I, I, I just want to know, I just want to know all of your passive perceptions, like your perception DCs real fast. Um, okay. so that would just be a plus 10, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 31. 32. 29. Okay. Chuchi, I think you see it for just a second. Mm-hmm. A woman in the corner of your eyes. Oh no! On her hands they and knees. They jump. They jump. You look and it's gone. Okay, maybe this is a really bad idea after all. Ah, Lolo says, "Thank you's halfway up the stairs." Uh, <laughs> oh. What's um, wrong, Truji? Did you see something? I saw someone. There's no one here. Not anymore. What did you see? A lady on her hands and knees. What? <laughs> uh, what? A ghost! Masami casts... Masami wants to make sure this isn't a fucking prank. Um, detect magic. <laughs> yeah, you've got your uh, MAGA senses, Masami. There's nothing magical around here. Uh, At least, right. nothing, no magic spells. Well, there isn't a team fucking us over with visions, so it's not that. Hey, Masami. What? You feel like a brush on the back of your neck. Masami takes out. Does Masami quick draws with a kusarigama and fucking turns around? Nope, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm with Shirji here. <laughs> Got people fucking breathing down your necks. Jesus Christ. We can leave. I think it would be good to leave because... Bad vibe. Worse vibe than what we experienced outside. <laughs> sure, we could, we could go. Okay, you guys want to leave? Mm-hmm. You leave the scary yeah. tower. Cool. If only it were that easy. <sighs> Fuck. Because I think Sanku finally you see her. Mm-hmm. But not before you hear her. Uh, 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 I knew it. I knew it. Stop it. <laughs> and Sanku, you look up and you see a woman on her hands and knees on the ceiling. <laughs> her hair is long and black. Her eyes are sunken and her face is white and like her skin is almost like pulled tight over her skull and she's beautiful in the most tragic of ways and she drops limply from the ceiling directly in front of the door and she stands up moving her body uncannily as she does 
and she locks eyes with you, Chuji, at the front. And I think all of you know enough about ghost stories to know that this is a fucking Unreal. The abandoned guard lets out a gurgling scream before she lunges at you all, bitter and resentful for the life that still pumps through your blood. And you all need to step, take a step back and fight against the guardian of the watchtower. This episode of Dice Roll Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. GP Dora, Lemon Jam Tart, Marshmallow Berry, Sarissa, Ferric Falcon, Luis Loza, Fawn Sims, Alexander Criswell, May Cohen, Skyly, Blurst Hellion, Kendra West, Ren, Genuinely Tricked, Transgirl Trish, Zurinwald, Bao Punyan, Johnny the Catman, Matthew Wilson Kresnovich, Dylan Shark, Fearin, Glitch HD, Jay Snooks, Zenith Drums, Josh Heathcote, Torbjorn, Introduction, Sophia Verlera, G Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Sarah B, Seth, Ravona Darklow, Dolore, Kira, Lichelope, Gizmo, Matthew, Cass, Fable McElduff, Ava, Remty Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Sean C, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, King Kendrick, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Anna Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinsters, Emily Laderna, John the Book Hoarder, SS66 Seeker, and Dame Valerie the Turd. Special thanks to the patrons who submitted NPCs for this episode Calamity Kali by Mae Cohen, Lavana Watergase by Blurstallion, Sunita Gupta by Dolore, Brownak Yan by Roxy, and Bumat by Till and Shark. 
See what you can get for your support? Check out patreon.com slash roll and keep it rolling. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.